0: Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash
1: on Live 95. Now, we've been hearing a lot about this new retrofit scheme the government has announced. But what is actually involved if you do it? And ultimately... Is it hassle and is it worth it if it is hassle? Well, Brian O'Mahony is head of National Retrofit and Communities at the SEAI and he's on the line now. Good morning to you. How are you doing?
0: Very good, Joe. Good morning to you as well. So,
1: is it hassle?
0: Um, Well, it it depends on the upgrade that people are doing, right? Okay. I'd be honest in saying that if people are doing a light upgrade, like something straightforward of installing attic insulation, installing cavity installation, You know, uh, some people get the boiler serviced. They're all very straightforward and very little dis- uh, disturbance. When people do something a bit more involved, that's a bit deeper, um, there can be disturbance. Uh, but many times we're seeing that people, like, they don't have to move out of their properties or anything like that. We're not seeing that happening. That happens in some cases where people are refurbishing a whole home. But typically, most people still live in the home. Uh, a lot of the work happens outside. Some work does have to happen inside if you're changing your heating system, like your boiler or putting a heat pump in.
1: Okay, so it seems, and maybe this is reflective of the grant level for it, that doing something with insulation in the attic is one of the simplest moves.
0: Yeah, so like this week, there's, like there is you could say there's essentially two big announcements for the general public. One is, the existing home energy upgrades, the grant levels have been increased for them. And the second one was there's a new one stop shop service uh, scheme launched. But on the first one, if people are interested in uh, upgrading the insulation in their attic or insulate, insulating their walls or putting in um, a heat pump, the grants have gone up significantly. Like for attic insulation, you know, in your attic or in your walls, the grant now is about 80%. Of the cost of getting that done so it's really making it uh a, a very easy decision for homeowners to go i should just do this because just on that like in a kind of looking at it from as people always talk about payback just thinking about it from euros it'll pay for itself in just over a year for any house right, right if you don't have insulation in your attic or walls but also what we hear from all of our homeowners right the first thing they say was oh what's the payback but after they get the, the work done in the house, they all say, oh, I did it for the comfort. Getting rid of the drafts, having a more comfortable home. Because people's expectations of their homes have changed yes, in the last uh,
1: couple y- of years. Yes. You uh, know? Uh, we're talking to Brian O'Mahony, who's head of National Retrofit and Communities at the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the, the one thing... Um, I mean, okay, you have houses that are very low ratings, you know, F or whatever, yeah. and then you have houses built over maybe the last 20 years that might be C ratings. So is yeah. is the difference that much if it's only about going from C to B2 or A? So if you've
0: a uh, newer performing home built in the last 20 years, your home might already... You might have sufficient wall insulation, you might have double glazing... You might have sufficient attic insulation. And really probably the next step that you should be thinking about are like they're probably either, do I want to put solar panels on my roof for electricity or do I want to actually, is is my heating system coming near end of life and do I want to put in a newer technology like a heat pump? And there are grants available for both of those options. But for older homes, so somebody who's in a home that hasn't, say, or even a home that was built in the 80s not that long ago, it won't have the same level of insulation in the attic or in the walls, or it may have, you know, very old double glazing or single glazing in it. Okay.
1: But, but sorry, just, just to be really clear, benefit, then, so so know? what you're saying is that uh, the 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 worse the home, the better the outcome for the home. Oh. But if you're in the mid-range, oh, there might be things short of you know, the one-stop shop, uh, for example, that, that could yeah. help you. I um, mean, Jackie and Patsy have both called in to say, uh, what about windows? Are they included in the grants? Yeah. So windows
0: are included through the one-stop shop service, not as an individual measure, but they are included uh, in the one-stop shop service. Because so when we look at the uh, home through the one-stop shop service, we're looking at the whole home. And so if you want to insulate your walls and your windows and your roof and your heating system, you can get that done all together.
1: Okay. Uh, What if you're building a home? Do you qualify for the grant then?
0: No, for new construction, like we're bringing, essentially what all the grants are doing is taking homes that are much older and bringing them up to the same energy performance as homes in the last decade so that's what the intention is to do. Anybody uh, who's building a home today is going to end up with in, like, a really warm... Well, they are, but they're going to have to pay, for, to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. come on.
1: You know, they're not going to put it up for free at an A-level. Um, uh, 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 the other thing is that, of course, where you are going to get the 50% uh, matching funding? They're talking about low-cost loans, but not until the end of the year.
0: Yeah, so w- we recognise that, but, you know, government made the decision, let's launch this. People still want to do works today. So there, there's... Equivalent to about 50% of the cost for, through the one-stop shop service, right? You want to do a, a kind of, you know a lot of measures or a lot of, you know, my walls, my windows, my roof, my heating system. Um, and the low-cost financing is going to come later in the year. So rather than waiting for everything to be ready, let's get out mm. there, let's support the people who want to do it. But what I would say is, like, the credit unions have been lending over the last five or ten years into right. this sector. I, I, We've worked with them in a number of schemes throughout the country and, They'll be my first port of call. I do know there's the high street banks and other people, but like yeah. credit unions have been doing and, fantastic and work in the One other thing, you,
1: know. you mentioned the one-stop shops. So that's a number yep. of designated companies. Uh, so two things. First of all, are they wide-ranging? Do they cover the whole country? And secondly, how do you stop them, if they're the designated places to go, frankly, overcharging?
0: Okay. So the first thing is uh, we are open for registration to one-stop shops this month. We'd expect by early March one-stop shops to be registered with us. All of the one-stop shops, um, typically they're connected to like one of the energy suppliers, Electric Ireland, Borgash, etc. And what they do is they're bringing a homeowner to, um, through the whole service from start to finish. Okay. And the costs, right. The, the key thing there is that we analyze the cost on all our programs, and we've been doing this over the last number of years. And everybody's been talking recently about inflation. But even last year, post the pandemic, there were supply chain constraints, which led to an increased cost for construction. And everybody's talking about that on the housing, right? And they were talking about that last year. We monitor those costs very closely, and we talk very, uh, we have, ongoing discussions with the companies who are working in this uh, area to make sure that the costs are not uh, inflating
1: too much. Okay, so you guys are the responsible authority then to keep an eye on that uh, because obviously yeah. that is a risk. Whenever you confine the market to a group of companies or organisations, That that's that's a serious risk. Um, the other thing yeah. is, uh, do you expect there to be a nationwide spread? and Will there be places in Limerick that we can go to as one-stop shops for these?
0: Yeah, there, so even uh, in the last couple of years, the schemes we've run have been basically like annual schemes, getting ready for this kind of longer run scheme that's going to run for the next decade. And there are one-stop shops operating in the Limerick region, in Tipperary, in Clare, very near, near close to. You. There are some one-stop shops that actually operate nationwide, and some of them are focusing um, kind of county or regionally. So uh, what I would say is by early March, they'll be registered on our website. Please come to our website. Um, the other thing I'd say to, if I was a homeowner and I was sitting there, the first thing I want to do is find out actually what's the best thing to do. Come to SEAI. We have impartial advice on our website. Right. We don't favor one company yeah. over the other. But the second thing I'd say to you is when the scheme is up and running, like one of the key changes we've uh, introduced is there's a, a new... Um, grant for a home energy assessment. Hmm. what this does is it gives a homeowner a building energy rating for the condition of your house today. But the one-stop shop will ask you, they'll go, Joe, what do you want to do with your house? Do you want, are you interested in just, you know, attic insulation and wall insulation? Or do you want to actually get a really warm A-rated house or something in between?
1: Well, 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 I I assume... what they'll
0: do is they'll design the solution for you. Yeah, okay. But I I
1: assume, Brian, as well, that, you know, again, depending on the age of the house... Um, and the level of insulation currently in it, that in some cases it may just be a bit of attic insulation that could make a big difference.
0: Yep. Yeah, oh, you're completely right there. Like attic insulation or cavity wall insulation, things like that can make a substantial difference to homeowners. Which and is you know lower bills, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, uh, lower uh, bills uh, and also make a big difference to sitting in the house if you're working at home, you know.
1: And, and Josephine says to she has pumps. It gets so warm in the summer she needs air conditioning but she's attic insulation also and felt on the ceiling, but when it gets frosty, water drips off the felt. She's wondering if there's a grant to fix that.
0: To fix water dripping off the felt, I'd say the best thing to do is consult somebody in the building trade to see what the problem is there.
1: Um, One other thing, I was talking to someone who uh, was involved in the insulation business for decades, decades. Yep. And he was making the very interesting point to me that in the 70s and 80s, they went and they begged the government and they begged local authorities to let them be involved in the building of well insulated homes. And according to him, they were told, Take a high, Clads. And here we are now, and we're regranting and retrofitting and spending a fortune on it.
0: Yeah. But what I would say is the construction methodology what was available in the 1780s and what's available today are you know, radically different.
1: Well, hang on a minute now. There was, did, wasn't was timber frame brought in, super warm homes, all of those insulation companies have existed for a long time.
0: Yeah, it did, definitely. But the construction methodology that people would have been building to in the 70s would be completely different to what is happening now, given that you know people now are making their homes super insulated, and they're making it so that actually the amount of energy they need to heat it is very low.
1: Okay. Very interesting. All right, well, let's see. I I suspect there is a lot of interest in this and people are trying to understand the fine detail of it and whether it's affordable for them because the minute you have to put money in your pocket and we're talking about cost of living and inflation and all of that, clearly it's a factor. But thank you very much for talking to us this morning. Uh, They are the authority. We're going to be dealing with this. And Brian O'Mahony is the head of National Retrofit and Communities with the SEAI.
0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.